Listener supported. WNYC Studios. No, you don't know nothing until you do it on your own. I don't it feel better when you finally get to heading back home? From NewSounds.org and the studios of WNYC in New York, this is Soundcheck, our series of live performances and interviews. I'm John Schaefer. The singer Britty is from Louisiana, and her debut LP, winningly titled Hello, I'm Britty, is like being introduced to someone who somehow already feels familiar. Britty's songs are full of the classic sounds of vintage soul, New Orleans funk, blues, and more. Today, though, for us, she's stripped a few of those songs down to the basics. It's just voice and guitar, Here she is with a song called So Tired. So tired. So tired. So tired, living like I'm a refugee at home So tired, every day trying to make it on my own So tired, sitting here like a queen without a throne So tired, wishing we were back together So tired, hoping things are getting better so tired, nothing ever lasts forever. So tired, so tired, so tired, giving up when I should be moving on. So tired. Never dreamed it would ever take this long So tired Turned around and before you know it's gone So tired Mama said it won't be easy So tired What mama said was right, believe me So tired Lord, if she could only see me so tired So tired Let me tell you something When I see the light of day And the blue stop coming Won't be nothing in my way When my fear is fading I'll be feeling safe Cause I'm finally feeling strong So tired So tired Ooh. Ooh. 
tired, so tired, so tired. That is Britty live here in our studio with uh, the guitarist Joseph Tuzan and a version of So Tired, which will appear on Britty's debut LP coming out this Friday, February 2nd, called Hello, I'm Britty. Hello, Britty. Hi, John. Great to have you here. I love that your album title is a literal introduction. Yes. You know, and it, it very often happens that when, you know, we in the music world meet someone new that it's actually there's kind of a long story behind mm. it. Is that the case for you? I believe so, absolutely. I feel very honored, first, to be here, and secondly, to be able to share my story through my passion and gift others. Mm -hmm. So uh, you were born Brittany Guerin, and the Guerin family is a musical one. Your uncle Roland was here in this studio (laughs) some years ago now. Yes. As part of the Marcus Roberts trio. Yes. So what kind of music did you grow up with in the family? Uh, truly a gumbo pot of genres. Um, well, that's appropriate for Louisiana. Isn't oh, yeah, it? pun intended. Um, I would say my grandmother, there was never a day that we didn't have music in the house. I was raised by my grandmother and my mom. My grandmother listened to a lot of Motown, a lot of Zodico, a lot of blues. And then my grandfather listened to a lot of classical mm. and R&B. And then we would uh, support my uncle in um, all his shows. So I was around a whole bunch of jazz music as well. And then there was the choirs that I was in at school from elementary to college. And so that dealt with uh, different languages, classical style. I studied opera at Loyola University. Wow. And then um, I guess all the other genres from the radio station or TV and um, church gospel. So I just basically was um, around a whole bunch of music and I was able to find my favorite artist and favorite songs in every genre and just kind of innovate with my own style. So you were listening and already singing. Yes, apparently. My mom told me <laughs> that I could sing before I could talk. I would sing gibberish for food. Um, I'm still a professional eater, so there's that. But yeah, apparently I was singing before I even knew how to speak my first word. So, um, but it's it's so your 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 studies at Loyola were in classical singing specifically. Yes. Yeah. Huh. So what was what was the thought? Did you? plan to be uh, an (laughs) opera singer you know did you study leader you know art songs and all that kind of stuff a variety um, of um, singers we studied within four years I had never planned to be a professional um, opera singer it was more so learning the technique yeah. styles. The breath control. The breath and, control, because yeah. I felt like that's the gift that keeps giving. Mm-hmm. And that was something that I could take with me and use through whatever genre I got boxed into or you know, <laughs> wanted to go into. So um, you, you seem to have cleverly avoided boxes with this new record. I mean, it's all over the map stylistically. Yeah. You know, so Tired has this kind of sultry neo-soul quality to it. Yeah. Um, 
the song Keep Running, which you're going to do for us in a little while. Yeah. More of a kind of country or heartland rock sound. I keep running so I don't have to feel When they're right behind you And they're bound to find you I keep running I keep running these different things. You mentioned before that you were already picking out favorite singers, favorite songs in yeah. all these different genres. Who were some of those faves? Oh, geez. You had to know this was yeah, this kind of question I, I was going to come. Absolutely. I feel like I'm going to mention people and later on in the middle of the night be like, oh my God, <laughs> I forgot Otis Redding. Um, well, let's start with Otis. That's yeah. my favorite singer. Okay. I love, 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 love Otis Redding. So timeless. Um, I don't know. There's there's so many people. Dolly Parton. Mm-hmm. Um, I am in love with the trio album with Emmy Lou on there and Linda Ronstadt. That is just a miracle of a work. Um, I love Donna Summer so much. Um, Diana Ross, Sade, Aretha Franklin, everything from The Temptations. Um, when I first discovered the album, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? And mm. it was my first time learning about Alison Krauss and the Union Station. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm missing a whole bunch of people. Well, but... um, well uh, it's uh, covered a <laughs> huge swath of, of popular music. Um, there's not a lot of specifically New Orleans, Louisiana names in there, but... Ah, that's true. Uh, yeah. But, you know, there are moments on the record where we get a little glimpse of, yes. of and and this next song you're going to do nothing compares to you there's a mention of lake pontchartrain in this song isn't there yes absolutely okay yeah so you know there's there's a little regional color had to yeah that's my <laughs> little love letter um to new orleans yeah mm-hmm. um i've seen this song the the lp version referred to because it's been out as a single as a kind of Sade meets second line thing. Ooh, I dig that. I concur. Okay. I love both of those things, (laughs) absolutely. Um, So I'm curious to hear how it's going to sound with just you and Joseph doing it here in the studio. All right. Let's give it a try. Let's do it. The uh, album is called Hello, I'm Britty, out on Friday. Here is a live, stripped-down, unplugged version of the song Nothing Compares to You. Nothing compares to you Nothing compares to you Not the circus clown With their painted smiles Flying upside down It's true Not the masquerade Of the underground 
favorite shade of blue Nothing compares to you Nothing compares to you, to you, to you, not a sailboat ride on a sunny day when the winds have died. On the Pontchartrain Silent movies, foreign beauties Doesn't truly matter what comes my way Oh, love letters lost forever Guilty pleasures, even those dreams Once again, Britty live in our studio with her song, Nothing Compares to You. Clearly, Britty, as you were talking about before, you've listened to a lot of music. Mm-hmm. Did you have any reservation about giving that song, that title, a title <laughs> that we associate so much with Sinead O'Connor yeah. and Prince? <laughs> yeah. I, I honestly do not remember... When going into the writing sessions with Dan and other That's artists. Dan Auerbach. Dan yeah. Auerbach, yes. It's a time warp. I truly feel like I leave Earth. <laughs> um, so I honestly can't remember. Um, it just kind of flows and comes out, and the title just stood out from yeah. the lyrics. Sure. Yeah. And when you wrote the song, did it kind of sound like this? You know, just uh, voice and some basic instrumentation? Yeah, so we that's how we uh, would write. There was always a guitar present, so it always started off very raw, campfire-esque. Mm. Um, and then, of course, when we brought all the musicians in, it, it took a completely different form, but both beautiful in both ways. Yeah, now, uh, so it's curious to me, with all the different sounds on the record, when you were writing these songs, did you, did you know, well, this one is going to be my country rocker. This one's <laughs> going to be my Dolly tribute. This one's going to be my, you know, sexy, uh, you know, torch number. <laughs> or, or does that happen in the production? I was not aware of how um, how the finished product was going to sound. It was just one of those things where we just went with the flow. Mm. 
And whatever form it took, we leaned into it and created. So Dan Auerbach, for folks who don't know, frontman of the Black Keys, noted producer apart from his own band. How did you and he come to work together? A miracle. Um, (laughs) I feel so blessed. Thank you, universe. Um, So I was furloughed at the time. It was kind of when um, the pandemic, where everything had stopped and everyone was at home and no one was touring. And I was furloughed for two months. Um, I'd used my stimulus money to buy a Martin at Guitar Center. And I just started recording and right in front of my iPhone camera, just every Wednesday playing um, a cover. Mm -hmm. And so one of the covers that I had played, Tom Osborne, um, who runs Easy Eye Sound, uh, Dan Arbach's label, reached out to me. I didn't think it was real. I thought it was too good to be true because it's not every day that a gem like that falls in your lap. Um, And that's how they got in touch with me. Yeah, so they saw you posting covers online. I believe so. Tom said that Dan reached out to him like six in the morning and was like, <laughs> you have to hear this bird sing verbatim of what he said. I feel so honored to hear that, those words. And uh, Tom reached out to me and then I ended up getting in touch with Tom and having a talk. And they flew me out to Nashville after hearing some of my original songs. And Dan and I began to write with each other and... History was made. Yeah. You mentioned being furloughed. From what? What was the job? So I work at Buffalo Exchange in New Orleans. I'm going on my seventh year and a couple of months. It's like a secondhand store with really cool one-of-a-kind vintage finds. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Until I become famous. That's been my <laughs> my home for a while. Yeah. So, and it's called Buffalo Exchange. Are they... Just in New Orleans? Are they like a chain or something? Yeah, so they've been open since 1974 or 1975. Um, originally started in Tucson, Arizona, and there's oh, okay. more than 40 in 20 states. Okay, yeah, because I, I thought it was sort of a familiar name. Yeah. So, um, so you write these songs. Yes. And then they kind of grow into the tracks that we hear on the record. Um and those tracks are all over the map, as we alluded <laughs> yeah. to before. There's a song called Save Me, yes. which has just, you know, a big gleaming Motown sound to Ooh. it. You know, it reminds me of the Thank Supremes. You, you mentioned crap. Diana Ross before. Thank you, John. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm blushing. I, you know, it's one of those things, it's like it's, it's embedded and engraved and ingrained in me. When I grew up watching Motown and Soul Train and Apollo, it's it's really hard to get rid of something that I fell in love with as a child. Mm-hmm. It's a part of me. So it's it's one of those things where even if I don't intentionally do it, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have some Diana and I'm gonna have some, you know, some Otis and some Ray Charles in me. Yeah. For sure. What about uh, the track called There Ain't Nothing? Ah. Which I mean, I hear 
I hear New Orleans there. Yeah, you know, totally. kind of New Orleans funk, also very bluesy. Yes. Very like when you get cut to the bone. That one with uh, Bobby Woods, who was a part of um, Elvis's band. And it's really interesting because I got to write with some amazing musicians, and each individual brings something uniquely to the table. Mm. And so, you know, like I just described with me, you know, wh- whoever I write with, they're going to get a plethora of all that I was raised on. Right. They're definitely going to get Motown. They're definitely going to get blues and maybe a sprinkle of Zotico and jazz and soul. And so it just, you know, we kind of just vibe off of each other. Mm. Sometimes it would start with one person or two and we go with that, it. That That's the second time you've mentioned Zydeco. Yeah. Uh, regional style there in, in Louisiana. Totally. Um, did you grow up playing Zydeco? So, kind of. My grandma has a music room where all of her grandkids, I'm the oldest of eight, would go during family um, gatherings and play music. Mm. And she had a washboard in there um, that I used to love to play. I can't tell you that I played it well, (laughs) but I definitely enjoyed, you know, going up and down on it while she would play the bass. So, you would... Strap it on. You I know, would like go over the shoulders. <laughs> you have the little thimble to rub up and down. <laughs> yeah, I never. This is actually my first time talking about it, but I was like, I guess I did grow up playing Zydeco. Not well, but <laughs> but you know, I could keep rhythm. Yeah. Somebody, um, Michael Doucet, who leads the the Cajun band Beausoleil, mm-hmm. many years ago, uh, tried to explain where the word Zydeco comes from. I don't know if you've heard this, that yeah. it's a corruption of the French lesarico. Okay. The green beans. I did not know. <laughs> yeah. so, I mean, you mentioned food before. Oh, so. I love green beans, especially yeah. potatoes, yeah. yeah. yeah those are, les, les arico became, oh. he, he says, Zydeco. I so. would never guess. Yeah. Thank you for educating okay. me. Yeah, well, I'm simply passing along what I hope is information and not misinformation. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Awesome. Um so uh, one of my favorite tracks on on the album, Hello, I'm Britty, is uh, this next one you're going to do called Keep Running. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, again, is one of the kind of bigger production numbers o- yes. on the record. Totally. I'm, I am, um, I'll candidly say I'm very vulnerable in this song. Well, um, this will be a very kind of exposed rendition of it <laughs> with just you and Joseph here. Yeah. Let's hear a live performance from Britty of her song, Keep Running. All right. feel lost. I'm in the company of my private thoughts. If you take my picture and you go back later, well there won't be nothing. No, there won't be nothing. 
trailblazer with a rambling soul. I'm building fires everywhere I go. If you start to miss me and you caught ever with me, wouldn't I be something? Wouldn't I be something? I keep running cause it's so hard to heal. I keep running so I don't have to feel. When they're right behind you and they're bound to find you, I keep running. I keep running. I'm a lonely soldier far away from home. And I'm sending postcards from everywhere I roam. If you sat without me, and you worried about me, you know I miss your loving. Yeah, I miss your loving. I keep running so I don't feel the pain. I keep running through the wind and the rain. Let it fall around me, cause it ain't gonna drown me. I keep running. I keep running, I keep running cause it's so hard to heal I keep running so I don't have to feel When they're right behind you and they're bound to find you I keep running, I keep running Whoa. Keep Running is the song from Britty with, uh, once again, Joseph Tuzin on guitar. Very nicely done. Um, let me just follow up quickly on something you said completely in passing, Britty. Sure. You're the oldest of eight? Yeah, I said that number, and then I was like, it, well, so that was for grandkids. Grand, okay, so yes. your grandmother, you're the oldest of her eight grandchildren. Yes, and I'm okay. like, should I go back and count them all? It might I'm, it might be a different <laughs> even number, but I'm an only child. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah. Um, just because, you know, we started by talking about the, the family, you know, music in the family. I mean, yeah. so uh, do they, are they all musical? Do they look at you as as sort of the... The weirdo of the family who's actually gone and, you know, or or is it like, oh, yeah, she's following in Uncle Roland's footsteps and, yeah. you know, that's totally expected. They, so they're all musical, but the only one that has, uh, like, intentionally stayed on the music track is my cousin who I look at as a little brother who I'm so proud of. His name is Morgan Guerin. <laughs> Um, a phenomenal jazz musician um, and he has toured and played and also won a Grammy with Esperanza Spalding. Oh wow. So I it's interesting because I look up to him even though he's in his early 20s and I'm um, in my early 30s but um, yeah. Okay. Yes. Well uh, you, you've got a, a 
much talked about debut album coming out on yeah, Friday. Yeah. The record called Hello, I'm Britty. Yeah. Uh, the singles have already attracted a lot of attention and deservedly so. And it's been great having you here in the studio Thank with us. Thank you for having me, John. So appreciative. Britty's album is called Hello, I'm Britty, out February 2nd. And my thanks to our crew. Irene Trudell is our technical director. Karen Havlick is our producer, running uh, the cameras for the videos that we've shot of these live performances. I'm John Schaefer. You can keep up with everything we're doing on New Sounds by subscribing to our free weekly newsletter. Simply text New Sounds to 70101 or sign up online at newsounds.org. 